Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Joined now by Mike Ben Avi. He's a former Israel police and IDF member. He's a researcher at counter, counter terrorism. And uh, we wanted to chat to him about this hostage deal. A very good morning to you. Thank you for joining us. How are you? Uh, good morning, Howard. Uh, thank you for having me. Uh, well, I could have been better until I heard about this deal that was approved and Hamas was officially announced it. And I think that this deal is one of the most horrible mistakes that Israel could have ever done. Uh, when it comes to this war, it's a strategic mistake. The number one rule in fighting terrorism, the number one rule is you don't negotiate with terrorists, especially not with Hamas, who is notorious for violating any type of truce or deal. This is a deal that Israel really get nothing, like you mentioned, we're not even getting a half of the amount of uh, hostages we have there. And we're giving a lot. And we actually given Hamas the opportunity to save itself. And by doing that, eliminating one of the main war objectives, which is destroying Hamas. So that's very interesting because obviously we, we conflicted. We, we want to see these children home. We want to see these mothers home, as obviously do you. Uh, but, but my concern is how do we go, uh, you know, and, and I asked our previous guest, my worry is we're going to see all of these amazing photos of uh, the families coming together, of these children being released. And then all of a sudden we're going to flip to Israel now attacking Gaza again. If we think that the publicity around the world is bad now, wait till five days from now when Hamas comes, uh, is portrayed as this humanitarian organization who reunites families whilst Israel bombs hospitals, in inverted commas. You know, um, well, first of all, Israel needed to do a way better job uh um, with these hospitals and, and showing the world <clears throat> what these hospitals are are made for, really, uh, it's uh, these are these are yeah. terror bases. Right, right. No, no, I don't mean to focus on that. that. I think we and, and, and we understand yeah, exactly. that. What, what, what I'm suggesting yeah. is the optics are going to be a lot worse in five days' time than they are now if Israel wants to continue with its goal to eliminate Hamas. It's going to make it harder, isn't it? Yeah, well, here's the thing. When Hamas posts about a deal and, and posts the details, I tend to believe them only when it comes to that, even more than to the Israelis. And I'll tell you why, because we have to understand there are seven uh, points to this agreement. I'm not going to run through all of them, mm -hmm. but not only it's supposed to be a ceasefire from both sides, bringing hundreds of trucks of humanitarian aid, medical and fuel throughout the whole Gaza Strip, not just the south or the north, um, they're going to release 50. First, they're going to release 50, not all together. It's going to be every day, mm -hmm. 10 or 11. Now, here's the thing people don't understand. They ask for the cessation of Israeli aircraft traffic in the south for four days, meaning they don't want reconnaissance aircraft and, and spy drones and anything like that. And they got that. They got what they asked for. They don't want it over southern Gaza, which concerns me because the IDF hasn't been to southern Gaza yet. They have tunnels, the same tunnels that smuggle missiles and rockets and, and human trafficking and you name it from the border uh, with Egypt. I'm afraid that this is going to allow Hamas to uh, escape, the leaders, I mean, to escape Gaza and also to, to, to take some hostages with them. And then their prices will be way higher. 
And I think that by separating the hostages, you're just creating a situation where Israel is going to be forced to stop the war every now and then. It's almost like a, a war in payments. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's very, very dangerous. Also, nobody mentioned is the Islamic Jihad part of this ceasefire? Everybody's talking about a ceasefire mm-hmm. with Hamas, but Israel, mm-hmm. Israel in fact is fighting three factions there. They're fighting Hamas, they're fighting the Islamic Jihad, the Palestinian Islamic Jihad, and it's fighting another faction called the Syrian Islamic Army, which also have around 10,000 uh, fighters. I haven't there. heard of this. Are just, they just, committed to the ceasefire? Uh, it's, it's the first time I'm hearing that name. Just tell me that name again. It's called the Syrian Islamic uh, um, Fighting Organization, right. if I to translate it to English. It's, right. a, it's an organization of, uh, you know, just a terror organization that is affiliated with Syria. They call right. themselves the Syrian right. Islamic right. Army, and they're fighting as well. And, of course, Islamic Jihad, and the IDF is going to sit there like sitting ducks in a range, all the soldiers. It's going to allow Hamas to regroup. It's going to do a lot of bad things. I think that we should have continued the pressure while trying to get the hostages out, all of them, all for all, nothing like that. And you know what? My heart goes with all these people that are in Gaza. But my heart goes uh, to those families who will never see their loved ones. Mm. And there mm. are over 1,200 of them. Mm. And, mm. and we have to look at this not from the eyes of 200 family, but we have to look at the situation from the eyes of a nation. The, the fate of 9 million Israelis is on the line. If we don't finish the job now, we'll never finish the job because the international credit is already ran out. There's been a, there were a lot of statements from Netanyahu making it uh, very, very clear that almost assuring you people in the, uh, you know, the Israelis that, that there's a job to be done and this will not stop the job from being done. How much credibility does he have in this regard? Look, it's not just Netanyahu, but I think there is a, a huge um, trust issues between the Israeli public and the decision makers and the people who are in charge of security. I mean, they also said a few days before the attack that Hamas is deteriorated. Hamas is mm. not going to do mm. anything. Mm. And you know, and we know what happened. So when it when it comes to this, this is the thing about wars like this: you have to fight it full force. You can't lose the edge. I mean, the IDF has been doing great. You know, uh, nobody's really bombing hospitals. That those hospitals have no, been, been, yeah. uh, been going door to door. We shouldn't pay attention to the media because the media is always going to take uh, uh, a certain stand. They're always going to be with the Palestinians. We know that. The, the the people, the people of the world, are seeing the truth. I mean, I run a Facebook group doing Israel advocacy and just giving my knowledge, and people only wants to know the truth. They want justice. And they're horrified and they're shocked from what happened. But I think that this deal right now is going to save Hamas. It's going to be almost impossible to go back to the main objectives. See, what happened is that the war objectives were turned. It used to be eliminating Hamas and rescuing the hostages all while doing this, rescuing the hostages. And now it's let's rescue the hostages, stop the war, give them fuel, give them food, give them everything. You can't, you can't fight. You can't try to promise to eliminate an enemy and then five days after sit on the table with them and negotiate. I mean, it doesn't work like that. Mm. How much of this was pressure that Netanyahu is feeling, perhaps about popularity and saving his own political career, if any? Well, I think right now he is, he is uh, at the point in his life that he knows that he can never save his political career, nor anybody mm. who who was uh, in power 
during October the 7th. I mean, anyone. But we, we tend not to talk about it until the war is over. But I think the pressure you mentioned is really coming from the United States. Uh, the United States at the same time is saying they're supporting us and they're supporting Biden. President Biden keeps saying, well, I support the destruction of Hamas, I support the elimination of Hamas. But at the same time, his administration is doing everything they can for us not to be able to finish this mission. And this deal is, is, is one of them. Very, very interesting perspective and very important that we hear these types of views uh, coming from Israel. That's Mike Ben-Avi, a former Israel police IDF member, a researcher of uh, counterterrorism. Thank you for uh, chatting to us and for bringing us that perspective.